Hello. Hi. I'm Shivani. And I'm Miranda. We are back with episode um, 26. 26. 26. Yes. And this is far from normal. Yes. I remember this time. Again. Good job. I'm Thank so you. proud of you. <laughs> I say that every single time. Okay. I know, and I always forget. <laughs> and, um, I'm doing better though. I am. Yes. Um, yes. This is the first time we're recording a video with along mm -hmm. with our like audio. So I am actually, a little nervous. I'm very nervous. Kind of, like I'm like kind of shaking. I have a pillow next to me to hold on to, and it's okay. It's okay. We're gonna have a good time though. Mm -hmm. I'm like I'm excited for this. It's like a nervous excitement. So it's not like I'm scared, but like I mean I am scared, but I'm excited, very excited. So um yeah, today we're gonna talk about um what are we talking about? This was based okay. on a conversation. So uh, me and my mom and I believe my sister when we were just hanging out at the house. I think we're in the hot tub. Not that it really matters. But we were hanging out and we were talking about like progressiveness and like children in general. And I've always had like this fear way back at the back of my mind because I want to be like one of those moms who like supports things and is progressive. Um, kind of like how my mom, she's relatively conservative, but she like tries to understand where I'm coming from and tries to learn things. And I want to be like that. I want to try to learn things. I want to be understanding. I want to support the youth when I'm an adult. However, throughout the past, every single generation, basically, there's always something that the adults take a long time to adjust to or they think is wrong. Um, there was like, I don't know, women getting the right to vote. Adults were like, that's bad. And then like, gay rights adults were like, that's evil. And, mm -hmm. you know, the, I don't know, the Vietnam War, they were like, don't say no to the country. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I'm worried that there is going to be something that's going to come that I won't be supportive of, and I want to be supportive. Um, I mean, sorry, I was going to call you Go ahead. I'm, I'm talking a lot. No, 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 you're fine. Um, so, like, that's something that you like are nervous about, but mm -hmm. like, have you had any trouble doing that now? Like in the present, like, why are you um, nervous about that happening in the future? If you can adjust to it now. I mean, I still struggle with it sometimes now. Um, like, yeah. I don't know, like when we were talking to Cassidy in the last episode, like I was, I like asexuality was something that I did not mm -hmm. understand for a very, very long time. Um, and there's just small things like that, that, confused me a tiny bit um mm -hmm. like there's like a shit ton of labels out there like the oh, for sure. you know how people call it like the alphabet mafia have you ever heard that term oh. used for the lgbtq it community it sounds familiar yeah do you know what it's about um people just say that for the lgbtq community including like i uh identify as questioning so like i'm not trying to stereotype or insult anyone um and a lot of people who I follow who are in the LGBT community call it that. And it's basically just saying the fact that there's like six million labels and a bunch of letters for everything. It's like a uh, joke. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I think, I feel like this is like good to talk about because I feel like on the internet, like people are so quick to like cancel people who are like not mm -hmm. accepting or like you either accept it or you like are against it all. And like, there's no like in between. And like, 
I think it like takes a little courage to like, like admit that like it takes some time to like get adjusted to yeah. different labels and different identities because this is not something we've necessarily seen as much before at least what we've been taught in school and like there might have been more identities in like the ancient past and like you know it got buried under a bunch of like history and stuff like that and stuff happened but like yeah I think I'm comfortable with saying that it took me time too to like be like get adjusted to all these different identities and yeah. how people like identify as like I know for me it like took me some time like in the very very beginning to like understand like like sexuality and like being some like being something other than heterosexual mm. and like I've been surrounded by like you and all of our other friends and I've been exposed mm. to it more so like it's starting to make a lot more sense to me well it's it's been around for a while so like yeah. I can say like I'm pretty comfortable with it and it's like more normal for me Whereas like our parents, yeah, they th this is like all fairly new to them, unless they were maybe involved in the community back then that mm -hmm. was you know super open and free about that. Um, but yeah, my parents had a hard time yeah. like, coming to terms terms with that. They would refuse to like talk about anything along those lines. And um, yeah, it's just just a learning curve for everyone. It is, and like I don't know. I feel like a lot of people are too quick to like just say that the other people are wrong instead of trying to like educate and trying to like see from the other point of view. Mm -hmm. um, which as I mentioned previously, like my mom and my dad are relatively more conservative, um, but like I sometimes step into their shoes and then I can explain it in a way that makes sense to them and then like they can learn things and be, I don't know, better for the society. Well, in my opinion, better for the society, obviously mm -hmm. different opinions, but mm -hmm. like, People are so fast to be like, oh, you, I don't know, are Republicans, so therefore you're a bad person, therefore I don't want to talk to you and I don't want to, like, yeah. try, so. Yeah, I think it's, like, largely influenced by, like, social media and, like, everything we have access to, too, and I mean, like, we've talked about a lot of this in, our, like, our previous episodes and how, like, having this, like, a computer and technology and having access to, like, so much information can really, like, expose you to things that are you don't know are not accurate or yeah. like you know like you don't always have the facts down and it's really mm -hmm. hard to like discern between like truth and lies and like things are like exaggerated yeah which is like you know social media so like you don't know what's actually real and yeah. and it's like really hard to like figure out like like who has the best intentions because it all kind of like blurs together does anyone have good intentions <laughs> that's, I mean, so that's, dark. that's a good question like no you, i i think i think, think everyone has good intentions well most people have good intentions um but i think i did a speech on this in high school um i think a big issue with like news media at least is that like our generation is like super ADHD. Like we only spend like 10 seconds looking at a story. TikTok was like yeah. 10 seconds per video and that's yeah, it. Exactly. Right? Yeah. We spend like 10 seconds looking looking at a source. So like the source tries to make like the most exaggerated, like over the top headlines so that people actually click on it and so that they actually make money. Mm -hmm. Um right. so like and then they also have like the concept of like some people only go to certain sources and so they don't learn things. And also they're going to sources that are not good. Like people either choose, you're either a Fox supporter or you're a CNN supporter. Both of those are bad. Mm -hmm. And nobody goes anywhere in between the two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm curious. Cause like you're a marketing major. Do you yes. want to like change that in any way? Like how people like 
market their stuff and make it more like ethical or are you like more i need to like market stuff and like make sure like you know people see this and like you will you going to like you'd be willing to go to any length to like get people to click on your link i mean i'm gonna work for a nonprofit. um so i don't worry as much about the ethics of how i'm marketing because the money is going to a good cause which sounds kind of shady um because i'm like I will take people's money and put it towards these homeless children. Like it, I guess it's, it's all like good shady because you're marketing and, but like my marketing's going to be like, look what you're doing for these people. Look at all this health that you're causing, you know? Yeah. So I don't know, but like if I were to market just regular business stuff, I would definitely have to believe in what's happening. Yeah. And like actually be like trying to convince someone to buy something. Although I have been marketing the podcast and I'll be marketing our album. And that's probably going to be a lot of like shoving it down people's throats. Cause I'm going to be like, listen to this. I wrote this, listen to it, listen to it. So, I mean, sometimes that's like the only and the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. Because like, if you don't like put yourself out there, it's like, and you don't like be consistent with it almost like to the point where it's like annoying mm-hmm. like yeah. people aren't gonna really take it seriously yeah. I feel like because there's like you have so many competitors and mm-hmm. like so much competition and like yeah you you kind of have to be like annoying and right. passive aggressive and like you kind of have to like get into like those states that you don't necessarily like like or like align with yeah and that's been really hard for me too the business world's like, scary guys it is and we're both business majors for some reason it was like oh <sighs> yeah people are so intense Oh my gosh. There's like freshmen. I'm a sophomore now, but there were freshmen at Butler who were like in internships already and they were like perfecting their resume. And they were like, I'm going to be CEO of this club so that I can do this and this and this and like networking and like Mm -hmm. all that. Not because they actually want to be part of the club or because they actually care about the people they're networking with, but just because they want to like go forward and push forward and do bigger things. Right. It's exhausting. It is. And I think that's just like the type of culture that we've been in for like mm-hmm. so long. You like, have you heard of like hustle? I think it's called hustle culture. Uh, I don't know. Not culture. It's like a hustle, just like hustle. The like, hustle? The, something like that. Something <laughs> hustle. But like, basically it's just like, go, go, go. Action, action, action. Like mm-hmm. you need to, you're always it's like working. American. It's very, it is very American. And it's not like that, like throughout the world. Like, yeah. um, I know, I think it's like, I think I heard like somewhere, um, like the nearer to, nearer to the equator that you are, like the more like mm-hmm. life starts to like slow down. And it's like, you know, the weather kind of influences. There's like, also how, older people there though. Right. And that's like where people like to retire too. Mm-hmm. So like, it, you know, like it makes sense. They're like away from like all that, you know, hustle bustle, like the city life and like trying to like make it in the world and like, you know, get yourself out there. And it's like, it's such a different atmosphere. Yeah. And it's, I like, I can't even like, begin to imagine it because like I've grown up like mostly in like in the midst of like you know go 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 action 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 and like my family is like that too especially like my um like my my dad he's he's very like very work oriented there's nothing wrong with that he it works for him but like it's interesting to think about like the other side of that and like how well would that benefit me and I think it's a balance of those two yeah that would really really make a difference in my life I have yet to figure out how to do that but yeah I just yeah. watched the Netflix show Emily in Paris. It's really cheesy. Yeah. I was good. I was thinking about watching that. I just, it looks so weird. It's so <laughs> cheesy. Um, but I like the actress uh, Lily Collins. I think. Yeah, she's cool. Um, but I watched it, and in France, like everyone in France is making fun of her and American culture because, like, in France, it's a lot more chill. They have a lot more like um, socialism. So, well, I don't know. 
I hope this doesn't offend anyone. Um, in my perspective, based on how I've been educated, um, socialism tends to mean there's more things provided for you. So they have more time to focus on their families and stuff like that and their well-being. So like they laugh at Americans for like working 24-7 and putting work as like the number one priority. Cause like usually it's like love and food and family and stuff. So like that was like a big theme of the TV show and I thought that related to what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. It's it's such a different environment. And like, I mean, have you been to like wait, you haven't been out of country, have you? I've been to Mexico and I've been to Canada, but okay. I stayed at resorts in both. So I didn't actually meet very many locals. Mm. We met locals in Mexico though when my um uncle passed out and we had to wait <laughs> half an hour for an ambulance. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was chaotic. But oh, no. um besides uh, that, okay. not really. I mean, did you notice like any difference between like, I don't know, like where like yeah, I mean we're at a resort. We're at a resort, true. so it's gonna be yeah, chill. That's true. Um, that's true. Yeah. I mean, okay. in Canada, the the thing that was major that I noticed was it's a lot cleaner. Yeah, that makes a lot, a lot of sense. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. This is like super random, but did you know that like I think it's in Singapore they like banned gum. I don't know if that's still a thing. I think it is. Interesting. But like, yeah, when I went there, China. you weren't allowed. <laughs> what? It's in China. Isn't it near? Is it in China? Singapore? Yeah. Is it near China? Off the coast of China? I don't know. I, I thought don't, I don't want to be wrong about that. I thought that. it was I off the coast what... of China. I thought it was a little island off the coast of China. Maybe I need to get to my geography. Yeah, history. it's a little island off the coast of China. Okay. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Um, I... I keep moving. I need to stop watching me a video. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. We're so used to, like, not having a video on. But, um, what was I saying? Yeah, they don't allow gum there. And, honestly, they are, like, I went there, I want to say, like, about, I think it was, like, it was probably like 10 plus years ago because I was pretty young mm. but like yeah it was the cleanest place I had ever really? seen it was so so clean there wasn't like a single piece of like, there yeah it is it is and we like we stayed at like one of the like most expensive hotels over there yeah. it was like marina bay sands and it was really really pretty so I probably didn't see like you know like the locals and like how it actually like functions but like where I was so clean like just spotless and just flawless and it was just it was just so pretty it was so it was so so freaking pretty but um yes that was just a random nice. that was one of the areas for one of the, the internships that i applied for mm. so yeah. yeah i did some research in singapore mm -hmm. it's cool yeah um speaking of like internships you're going to japan so yes this is gonna be a hallelujah of a podcast okay anyway <laughs> I'm, I'm bringing it back so like oh, you are. i'm trying okay. to anyway. so like you're going to Japan, which is generally a little more, a lot, a lot, a little, a little, but like it's more generally more conservative yes. than, than compared to like America. How mm -hmm. are you preparing for that? I um, sorry. Um, I mean, I grew up in a conservative house, so that helps. Um, and I'm like more conservative than a lot of my friends. Um, at least at Butler, actually most in Bloomington too. Um, but. So that will help. Um, and like mostly from what I, I've heard from my pod mates, because they know more about Tokyo than I do, is that like it's it's acceptable to do other things, but usually people just don't choose to because they don't feel the need to mm -hmm. um, like talk about their government or like make big deals out of things. Um, yeah, like it's not 
Japan, it's China, so it's different, but I did a research on China, which was also one of the areas for the internship. Basically, they were saying because the government, um, because people want to succeed under the government, they choose to ignore what they don't like and follow what helps them succeed, oh, which is kind of like yeah. almost the American dream type thing. Right. So um, I don't know if it's the same way in China or Japan. Um, but also, like, I'm going to try to, like, make friends. And obviously, I want to have discussions with them. They'll probably ask me about America. So I'll probably ask them about Japan. And I love sharing my opinion with people in, like, a calm way. And I think that'll be easy mm-hmm. with um, the Japanese individuals I meet because, I don't know, Americans, we tend to get very angry very easily. Mm-hmm. And from what I've learned, people aren't like that as much in Japan. So hopefully that'll go well. <laughs> I don't know. What are your thoughts on what I just said? No, I have mean, a lot I, of thoughts there. I was, yeah, no, I mean, you, yeah, you like answer my question. Like mm-hmm. basically you're just like, you're preparing, preparing to like talk to people and mm-hmm. like, you know, understand like them and then like, you know, answer their questions about America and stuff like that. Um, do you think there'll be any like barriers like besides like language? language? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it might be interesting to see like because like the lgbtq community isn't as uh, prominent obviously it's tokyo so it'll be more prominent than other areas in japan um but like it'll be interesting because like that's something i just like talk about you know Mm -hmm. i'm not sure if i i'm gonna probably try to talk less about like that and like liberal type Mm -hmm. ideas um i don't know but also I think it will just be at the beginning until I see how everyone else mm-hmm. um, behaves. Like, we had a friend from Russia um, who came to the U.S. Obviously, Russia is very different from Japan. Um, but she came to the U.S. Uh, for an exchange student. And, like, I threw a party. And she met uh, one of our friends who is very queer. Is queer offensive? I don't know. Uh, very gay. Um, she's not really gay, but she's, like, on the LGBTQ mm-hmm. community. Um, and, like, my friend was, like, wait, there's gay people here? <laughs> and, like... Wait, from Russia? The- yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, because, like, she thought it was, like, I don't know, more rare than it is, I guess, in the oh, U.S. Um, I could see that. And so she was, like, very excited about it, um, which is kind of fun. I'm gonna have fun conversations, and I'm just hoping, like, even if I have differences like that in Japan, at least, like, I can have conversations with people and people aren't, like, ew, American, mm-hmm. you know, so. Understandable. Right. Yeah. Okay, this is a little bit of a tangent, but it's still kind <laughs> of related. Tangent the whole I, time. Yeah, I know, I know. I, I tend to do this a lot where, like, it just doesn't really connect, but kind of. But, um, basically, I was thinking about, like, how, like, you, there's conservative ideals and, like, liberal ideals. Yes. And, like, you know how in, like, Japan they tend to have, like, higher like suicide rates and just like mental health problems mm-hmm. that are usually like just go under the bus do yeah. you think do you think like having conservative ideals affects like how we process like mental health and not mental health process like mental issues i know that's probably the wrong um thing. do you think i think so it? i think there's gonna be two different things that affect it um i think some conservative individuals um especially religious based mm-hmm. will um not avoid the mental health but like 
almost like self-criticism for mm-hmm. bad mental health because like um at least in the catholic church i don't know i know christianity is pretty big in japan i don't know specifically it's catholicism but at least in the catholic church like it was considered like a sin mm-hmm. to like commit suicide or to not like I don't know, like, God made you so you should love yourself kind of thing. So you felt guilty almost, um, which would obviously lead you to not help yourself. Um, But I think what is going to have a bigger impact about the conservativeness of Japan is that typically it's the liberal mindset that's about, like, supporting group-wide mental health Mm -hmm. and, like, providing different opportunities to help it and um, different things like that, like, a bigger focus on it. And so with it being more conservative, there's probably less focus on it. And it's more like each individual tries to figure it out on their own. Mm-hmm. However, sorry, I'm saying a lot. Mm-hmm. I will give you a second. Um, however, uh, I want to work at a nonprofit in Tokyo. And I was researching and most of the nonprofits are for mental health or homelessness or food scarcity. So they do have a lot of mental health um, nonprofit work. So Got it, got it. Okay. So... In like towards like the beginning of that, what you were <laughs> sorry, no, no, no. I'm like trying to like piece it all together. It's starting to make sense though. But um, you said that like um, based on like the conservative like ideals, like um, you said that because it was considered a sin to like have problems or what you to uh, commit suicide is suicide. a sin, right? And right. then it's also like judged in the church to have to not like your people who don't like themselves is kind of judged because it's saying you don't like what God made you. Got it. Got it. So in the beginning of your mental health journey, did that, how did that affect you? Um, at the beginning of my mental health journey, my guilt wasn't really Christian based. It was more like I felt guilty because my parents Mm. were sad. Um, that was in like sixth grade though. Mm. Um, yeah. Were you as like, religious then or you as like do you mm-hmm. pra- did you practice as much then i was religious then um but it mostly consisted of like reading the bible and praying i didn't really have a community that i i mean i don't really have a i have groups i'm in now um and i feel a lot closer to god than i did then even though i was i spent more time on him then if that makes any sense do you, do you think something something pushed you into it or do you think like something like I don't know I kind of just like felt like I should like it was like um, less of a I want to be close to God and more of a I should be close to God you know should be was there something in like social media that made you no it's probably it's probably just the Catholic guilt (laughs) guilt. all right okay Could you explain that? <laughs> like, you don't know what Catholic guilt is? I mean, I'm, like, familiar with the term, but I don't think I'm, like, okay. I don't completely understand We're definitely going to tangent a little bit then. Um, so Catholic guilt, and there's Christian guilt and probably other faiths, is just where, like, the church um, and the religion kind of make you feel like you aren't doing enough, like you don't deserve to be close to God unless you're doing thing- more mm-hmm. things. Um or you're not like doing what you should be doing as a catholic kind of so like i don't know if i were to read a smutty fan fiction i um again my opinions have changed a little bit but i would feel like guilty and typically i'm connected to catholic guilt um but there's also like the 
Um, I don't know if I like was seen in the back of a church with a guy, like just us two, people would be like, oh, what you doing? You know, um, those are bad examples, but there you go. Hmm. Okay, understandable. I mean, like, I think I've experienced some of that. Just like, I don't know if I ever had like a term for it. Like, yeah. Catholic, although I was raised as a Hindu. I no longer uh, label myself as a Hindu. I more just kind of associate myself with like spiritual, like like the label spiritual. Cause I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily, yeah. Line. Yeah, there is no, yeah. there is no specific religion for me. So it's just a huge process of like discovering. And mm-hmm. I, I think there's truth in all religions. So I try to educate myself on things that I know I feel good about it make me feel good things that resonate with me yeah um yeah and I've experienced like like the guilt too like when at least when I was like younger and like I associated with being like a Hindu um like I would you know like read something that was not so appropriate and be like oh god hates me she'll right. never forgive me and like how am I supposed to make it up to him and like what if he just like stopped helping me and like right yeah it's just like it's a it was a long process to like get over that and like like do you, what got you like what what got you out of that state of um, feeling guilty i think i mean i still do it sometimes like i still like question whether or not certain things i'm doing are sins um but i guess i've learned that god is more loving than uh, i learned kind of when i was younger like even if i do sin god will forgive me and it's a way of growth and I don't know, like he's always there and wants to talk to me. And also like, it's not that big of a deal to read smutty fan fiction. We all do it. I don't have a boyfriend. I like, I don't know. (laughs) It's it's, yeah, whatever. It's all good, it's Um, all good. I'm guilty yeah. of doing that too. Well, I mean, I don't even know if you say guilty. I'm like, it's, it's a it. normal thing. Yeah, yeah I do it's it. It's, yeah, yeah. It's it's okay. I think it's, it's okay. a very old school tradition to say that you can't do it. I think, like, that's the same thing as saying, like, you can't, I don't know, have sex this long before marriage, which I mean, like, I still won't do for different reasons mm-hmm. um, than the Christian tradition. But, like, even, like, an old school Christian tradition used to be that if you had sex with, like, if a guy raped you before marriage, he had to marry you. Mm, yeah, I remember that. And I was like, mm. Um, and I get the tradi- why the tradition exists that, you know, you have to marry someone if you have sex with them before marriage. But, like, there are a lot of old school things, better examples than that, that have gotten changed a little bit. And I think reading a fan fiction is not, is something that's probably can change a little bit because that's like not a big deal um yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I agree um I mean do you think there like do you think there's a heavier weight on like say like doing the deed or like watching porn versus like just reading fan fiction do you think there's like more weight to like I don't know in my mind there is um, I know there's definitely more weight to doing the deed. I don't know between porn and fan fiction. I want to say porn has more weight, um, but maybe that's just to make myself feel better. Um, but like doing the deed could be like 
considered the worst. But I also know and agree that that's an individual choice. Mm -hmm. um, I don't necessarily align with the Christian belief and more so with the I want to wait because I expect the person that I'm going to marry, the person I love, the person that I want to give myself to should be willing to wait for me because they have to love me that much, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, understandable. Yeah, it's, like, really crazy to see, like, how those, like, like, the schools of thought of, like, you know, conservatism and, like, liberal is, um, is that a word? <laughs> liberal, liberal, a liberal-minded liberal-minded person yeah it's, it's really interesting to see like how that connects to like different mm -hmm. aspects of our lives and to see like how we all have like conservative in us and all yeah. liberal in us and it's just like a matter of like finding a balance yeah it is interesting because like i feel like this is kind of off the topic well it goes off what you're saying mm -hmm. right there like there's balance and people don't i don't know like a lot of people who identify in one way refuse to like acknowledge the other side right. like we had friends in like high school who were like super liberal but then would like say things about grading or like stuff like example like people who would get mad if the teacher gave everyone a's because they thought they deserved their a or people who would get mad at like friends for skipping school because they like thought that it wasn't fair like, those are conservative ideals, but those were very liberal friends that we had that said it. And I just think it's, like, very interesting that they did not, I don't know, were afraid to admit that they had a little conservative in them. I agree, yeah, because I think, I think part of the problem is, like, is we get so attached to those labels. So when someone attacks you, attacks your label, and, like, I guess you could just say, like, your ego, you get defensive, mm -hmm. and you, like, refuse to listen to the other person or listen to the other side of, other side of the coin, you know, or the other side of the coin, whatever. I was looking at, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, you, yeah, and it's just, like, you're missing an entire part of the story. It just makes me sad that, like, we're so divided, and, like, mm -hmm. we, when there's, like, truth on both sides, yeah, and yeah you could like yeah there's there's so Strongly many agreed yeah polarization woo exactly exactly <laughs> yeah it's crazy um but yeah we're basically out of time that went <laughs> in so many directions it did i think it was just partly because i was like so nervous and i was like blah, blah, blah. but like <laughs> how are we gonna title this we'll figure it okay. out um, um yeah do you have any closing thoughts um um uh, is um, progressiveness or conservativeness more far from normal? I don't know. <laughs> we'll touch it up. We'll touch <laughs> it up. <laughs> anyway, um, thank you for joining us on this episode. Um, if you guys have any suggestions, comments, or feedback, definitely email us if you want at far from normal. Uh, podcast at gmail.com. And we also just created like a Google form. Um, mm -hmm. Is it under, yeah, it's on our, in our Instagram at Far From Normal Podcast. You can also DM us there. And this Google form is anonymous. So you could just like leave a question or comments mm -hmm. or whatever you like. And um, yeah. And if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe. Leave us <laughs> a like, comment in the bottom. I never thought I'd be saying that ever. I know. Oh, that's so weird. Oh my goodness. Um, thank you for listening and watching if you're seeing this um, through YouTube. I um, love you guys. Love you. Bye. <laughs>